0: This podcast is supported by MatthewHenry.org, the new devotional website based on Matthew Henry's A Method for Prayer. Listen for more at the end of today's program.
1: This is Theology on the Go a brief interview about an eternal truth.
2: Particularly, I think the biggest strength of the Puritans is fostering this close, intimate life with God that is steeped in um, godliness and holiness.
1: I'm Jonathan Master, joined as always by James Dolazel, and we have a very special guest with us today, Dr. Joel Beakey.
2: Joel, thank you for joining us. Great to be with you, Jonathan.
1: We wanted to talk today and hear from you today about a recent project uh, of RHB publications and Media Gratia. It's a film, documentary, Puritan, All of Life to the Glory of God. So, we want our our listeners to be exposed to this. So, can you tell us a little bit about it? Where did this come from? What was the genesis of the idea to make this kind of
2: film? Yes, well… Uh, Reformation heritage books, is normally we stick just to books only, but one of our passions is to get people to read the riches of the Puritan literature and to make it accessible to to lay people as well. Um, We want the average church member in the pew, if there is such a thing, to be able to read the Puritans and feel the rich substance. So, we've started a series of books called Puritan Treasures for Today, which uh, every sentence is edited, so it reads like it was written yesterday. But some people still haven't really crossed that threshold. So, we thought if we could do a documentary that really involve a lot of major speakers around the United States and the world who really treasure. The riches of this, of the Puritan literature and their spirituality and how they promote godliness. We could capture that on film together with filming at the same time all the sites where the Puritans served and make it a really attractive movie that the documentary could be kind of an on-ramp to get people to start reading the Puritans themselves. At the same time, we wanted to do a movie in its own right on the Puritans and But we didn't know how to go about it very much. But at that point, Media Grazia came to us and said, you know, there's a movie done now on uh, Martin Lloyd-Jones, there's one on Luther, and you guys at Reformation Heritage Books, because we're the number one Puritan distributor in the world in terms of quantity of titles and and sales, and Puritan Reformed Theological Seminary, which is under the same roof here in Grand Rapids you are the logical guys to get involved with us and doing that before someone else does it. (laughs) That kind of got my uh, interest. Like I don't want someone else to do this a a half slipshod way. If we're going to do it, we're going to pull out all the stops and do it as as good as we can. And so that's what, that's what motivated us. At first I was a little bit, Jonathan, I was a little bit um, reticent because this is going to be like close to half a million dollar project. And uh, that's a lot of money. To raise up front, and I was kind of saying, "Look, guys, I'm into books only," and but they talked me into it, and I'm really glad they did.
1: You talked about it being an on-ramp, at least that being one of the the functions. What do you think are the uh, popular misconceptions that people have about the Puritans that that a film like this will disabuse them of, or try to disabuse them of?
2: Well, we don't hide the Puritans' weaknesses. They they did have a few blind spots, uh, as every generation does, and probably fewer blind spots almost than any other generation, I would argue. But um, So, yeah, we, we talked about that, and we asked that from very well-known speakers. You know, what are their weaknesses? But we also capitalize on, on their strengths. And particularly, I think the biggest strength of the Puritans is – fostering this close, intimate life with God that is steeped in um, godliness and holiness that is not legalistic and just full of what they called a, a vital Christianity, a living Christianity, wanting to dedicate your whole life to the Lord and having this daily relationship with him through what they called holy habits, the spirit we say today, the spiritual disciplines, I suppose promoting more of that so really what you when you think of the puritans you've got to think of a group of people don't you headed up by ministers who were taking everything the reformers were saying in the 16th century and then saying we have the luxury of all of this truth hammered out by the reformers and now the reformers were starting to apply it to every area of life but they had big issues to deal with but we can stand on their shoulders or sit on their shoulders and we can now take every area of life and say how can i be a better christian godly husband or wife or whatever so they wrote 29 books on christian marriage for example and and scores of books on how to parent children and and they just wanted christianity to permeate every area of life so that's what we did but we put it in a whole package of things so what we ended up doing in the end of the day was we said we got a company the remarks of people like John MacArthur and John Piper and Sinclair Ferguson and uh, other people that are on the film, we've got to accompany that with a um, introductory book on who the Puritans are. And so we, Michael Reeves and I wrote that, uh, about a 200-page hardback, and that's in the package as well. And then we said, what about people that want to go beyond the the intro documentary, which is just at a very common level, but it want to learn about different areas of the Puritans. So then we developed 35 mini lectures from 15 to 25 minutes each, very short, on uh, different areas like the Puritan view of conversion, Puritan view of work, Puritan view of uh, literature, whatever. And um, we took specialists in those different areas of Puritan studies and said would you speak in this area so we got a number of well-known names of puritan scholars giving lectures at the common maybe conference level people that are really interested and then we have a 280 page workbook that i put together with a with a teacher's aid on on those 35 lectures and that's all in the package as well and so what a lot of churches are doing as well as families especially homeschooling families or christian families who who would like to educate their children in addition to the Christian school education. Um, they're going through those 35 lessons, having the kids fill out the workbook. You can buy the workbook separately as well. So it's great when they buy one package for a family, then the workbook, I think, for $14. You can buy one for each child. They can fill it out as, as they go along. But we're going to go through it now as soon as we can get our adult class back, where I, I'm teaching that on Sunday morning after church. As soon as we can get that back up and running after COVID, um, this is the next thing I'm doing, 35 lessons on the Puritans, and I'll walk them through it. My class is like 40 minutes. Most of these are a bit short for that class, but then I'll just add a few thoughts and have Q&A, and so it'll be great, and they'll they'll learn a lot from these 35 lectures. So it's not just the documentary. Probably 80% of the money has gone into the documentary. It was very expensive to film and send people all over all over England, (laughs) several trips and out west and so on. We even got G.I. Packer on here. You know, we flew out to Vancouver and had some minutes with him talking about Baxter, which are very precious. So it's just a great movie. Mostly when people get done with a movie, they just look at you and they say, wow, wow. I had no idea. This is unbelievable. I have got to read the Puritans. How how do I start? That's the typical response.
0: That was gonna be my question what uh, what response were you hoping to evoke from the viewer <laughs> uh, because obviously the way they live for us now is in their words, uh, but we are such a visual and media driven age that uh, an on ramp getting into words needs some help mm-hmm. uh, and I was thinking if someone were to say, you know, how is this you know someone might think, well, isn't this just an an historical fascination that you have as an historian and, and you are a professional and accomplished historian, but what about me? Aren't there, aren't there so many um, better contemporary things I could be reading? Or should I be reading these 300-plus-year-old books or, or a Reformation Heritage books Book update of a 300-year-old book? Why should I read them beyond historic curiosity?
2: Yeah, well, let me say, I've been preaching almost 34 years in my church here, and when we showed this Puritan documentary to our church on a weeknight, um, there is a man who's maybe 40 years old, and he walked up to me. He was so speechless, he couldn't talk. And now, mind you, this man has never said to me once in 34 years, "I I like your sermon. He's never said that. He's a quiet guy. He never says anything about the sermon ever. And he stood there with his hands in his pockets and didn't know what to say. And he couldn't talk. And he wanted to say something. I just waited. Finally, he just looked at me and he said, I am profoundly moved. (laughs) That's all he said. Uh, But I, I know what he was, I know he, he, he caught, he caught the vision. What the Puritans are saying to you and to me is you've got to live life, if you really want to live a joyful life, you've got to live all of life to the glory of God. And you've got to have a servant heart. And you've got to take this whole thing of Christianity seriously, but it's not a serious moroseness. It's a serious joy. And it's a way of life. It's really Pauline. For me to live is Christ. That's what the Puritans felt. And uh, that comes through in all their writings. So of course, read contemporary writers. Read your. Here's what I say. Read your Bible most of all. And secondly, uh, my advice, I can't tell people that, but my advice is among all the other reading you do, always keep going. If you, if you do like I do, you keep three or four books going all the time. Always keep at least one Puritan book going. So I've, I've been doing that for since I was 14. So 53 years, I've always been reading, uh, one Puritan book. And if you said to me today, what means of grace or what spiritual discipline has been most blessed in my life, in my own walk with Christ? I know what I'm supposed to say. I'm supposed to say going to church being under the Word. I'm supposed to say reading the Bible, I'm supposed to say prayer. But if I'm really honest, I, I would say reading the Puritans has done more for me spiritually. Now I may be odd that way, and I'm not recommending other people feel the same way, but I'm just saying Puritans have a way of stirring me up to prayer. They have a way of stirring me up to want to worship God. So they foster all the other spiritual disciplines uh, inside of me because they're just so encouraging. They're so examining. They're so uh, stretching. They just make me feel my shortcomings, but they also make me want to live more for, for Christ. And I think that's what they do for a lot of people. But one of the problems, of course, today is this. This is a big problem, and this is why we started Puritan Treasures for today. So, in my background, we all still use the King James Version. So my kids grew up. My, my kids have no problem reading the Puritans whatsoever. They're used to reading thou couldst thou wouldst. You know, I get theological students here who, who, not grown up in the King James, and they have a hard time even reading the King James Bible, much less the Puritans. So. We need to get these more and more of these Puritan treasures for today out there, and then once people start reading them, what what we often find is um, then they want to go back to the real thing, the the untinkered thing. And I say, well, start with Thomas Watson, and then go to John Flavel, and then go to John Bunyan, and someday you'll graduate to Thomas Goodwin and John Owen.
0: <laughs> I was going to say Owen, with his semicolons, has to be somewhere down that list of uh,
2: <laughs> yeah. But we're doing, we're doing several of Owen's volumes in, in the Puritan Treasures for Today series. And, uh, even I, a lover of the Puritans, um, uh, when I read the Puritan Treasures for Today in Owen, um, I mean, they're, 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 they're masterfully done, right? We've got some really good writers who really know the Puritans well without sacrificing any meaning. And it's, it's much more pleasant reading, uh, I must say, uh, when you, when you can read it without having to, break down sentences that are half a page long right
1: dr. beaky where can interested families or pastors or uh, anyone who's listening to this where can they go to get this documentary I you, you explained it so well that there's it's not just the the film there there are also a whole lot of resources connected with it but is oh. Oh, should is the best place for them to go RHB
2: for sure we would have the, the steepest discount I think it's $150 for the whole package. I was going to check before this interview, but I think I think we're selling it for $90 now, which is a really good price. And um, uh, you go to heritagebooks.org, and it will be the best $90 you've ever spent. <laughs> I'm serious about that. It's not just an advertising employee. Um, I don't know of a single person out of the thousands that have gotten this that has been disappointed with it. We've had no returns. For 100% people I've spoken to, I've spoken to hundreds of them, not thousands, but hundreds have said, you know, it's just very moving. It's very helpful. Uh, some people said it's transformed my family. And um, we're just, some people started family worship after they heard the family worship one. You know, it's a package and there's a lot in this package for $90 and uh, we're we're not making any money off this. We're nonprofit anyway. But uh, we're, we'll just be happy to, to break even, and um, I think we will do that. They're still selling. Even though it's been out a little while now, they're still selling every week. A number of them are going out the door, and we're, we're happy with that too. Heritagebooks.org is the best place.
1: Thank you for uh, giving us a little bit of your time today, and thanks for this project. It sounds like it's already borne great fruit, and uh, we would commend it to our listeners uh in the hope that it will bear even more. So thanks, Dr. Beaky. Appreciate your time today. Thank you. God bless. James, one of the things when I was listening to Dr. Beakey talk and he can talk for a long time about Puritan literature. And to it's I, I always benefit from from hearing him uh, was just he he's exactly right about the 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 value of of spending time reading these kinds of books. When I was in college, I was encouraged
0: to do some reading outside of my classes, and I would not say I was an exceptional student, um, but I did, I did take on a challenge to read a, a book a week in addition to my schoolwork, and uh, often that meant a small book because uh, So some weeks would be very So I ended up reading a lot of the Banner of Truth Puritan paperbacks. This was before RHB was sort of in the market um, doing similar work. So, most of the most of the books that I read over those few years uh, were Puritan literature, and this is for, a you know, 19, 20 years old, and I would say it had a, a distinctive impact on me as a young man, especially, to give me an excitement about my faith, but also a seriousness about it, and I, I think sometimes it gets lost on people. They hear that the Puritans have this effect on people, but they're not sure exactly why, uh, first, I said there's really no substitute to actually reading it for yourself and finding out um, what is the attraction. But I would say not only is it the obvious piety, not pietism, but the real piety, but it, it's also the carefulness, their ability to um, cut finely, if I can put it like that, and to make distinctions that are genuinely uh, helpful for my thinking or for my Christian walk um, that aren't. Generally parallel by contemporary literature um, and that I anyway for me I found I found that aspect of it especially uniquely instructive and stimulating.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more I think that's well put and and my hope and I know that the the folks at RHB their hope is that this will be an on-ramp for others who might not take the book a week challenge just yet but need to be persuaded a little bit more learn a little bit more and that this, this will be a, a helpful introduction. I'm well, not reading you. a book a week now, by the way. Oh. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to. Life happened. I wasn't, I wasn't a college student. Uh, <laughs> we, we thank our listeners as always. It's, it's uh, a privilege to be able to have these kinds of conversations. We thank you for listening in. If you know anyone who might be helped by them, please feel free to pass it along. And if you um, want to, learn more and engage more, you can do so at placefortruth.org. If you go to the Theology on the Go link, RHB has given us a a gift that you can enter to to win uh, based on this conversation. So go to the Theology on the Go link on placefortruth.org to register for that. If you're able to donate, you can do that at alliancenet.org or at placefortruth.org. And as always, thank you for listening to Theology on the Go, a brief interview about an eternal truth.
0: The Alliance of Confessing Evangelicals invites you to visit our latest devotional website, Matthew Henry's A Method for Prayer. Find it online at matthewhenry.org. Written nearly 300 years ago and edited by Ligon Duncan in 1994, Matthew Henry's A Method for Prayer will train Christians in the use of biblical truth and language in both public and private prayer.
2: Sign up for the daily email at matthewhenry.org.